Welcome back to another glorious installment of the Raised by Sports podcast. The air conditioning in my apartment is broken, so don't mind me. Send, send, him, yeah, send him a fan. He's yelling already. Hey, listen, help is not on the way. That's what niggas need to know. Help is not on the way for me. So let's get this show on the road. I'm here with Jalen Silky all day, yay, and Calvin of Cope. Um, my, the Miami Heat's biggest fan. He's gonna be their mascot this year. You feel me? Goddamn. Same, same, uh, same baddie in the building. You know yeah, man. He got, he got to raise more money for the for the for the diaper fund. That's gonna be touching down about a month and a half, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But the way we start the show, we start with a game, man. Every week, man. We got two games now. The big three and guess a player. We're going back to the big three this week because I had a lot of fun playing it last week. Yay has seven wins. Gilkey has four. And Calvin yeah, has five, man. I'm sorry, yeah, five. My my apologies, bro. Yeah, has seven. I feel like I'm at eight. I feel like I'm at eight by now. Wait, no, bro. I know, I know. It has to add. No, it has to. It has to add up to fourteen. So if Gilkey has five and Calvin has one, that means you have to have eight. You do have eight. You're right. I know. Yeah, I got eight. Yeah, that's weak. All right, so we got the big three. Uh, the way this goes, as y'all know, I have seven questions in front of me. I'm just going to ask them. They're rapid fire. They're pretty easy questions. They're all either one word or a player's name. I need the player's full name. All right. So the big three, first person to three wins the game and takes on the chip for the week. Let's Here get we it. Go. The big three. All right. And I just want to fact check this first question real quick, just so niggas don't think I'm cheating. Uh, give me a second. Oh, is this NBA or NFL or both? It's both. It's gonna be both. Um, wait, what the fuck? Hold on. As long as we don't have no. Okay, yes, Malone. there it is. There, nah, it's hey, not. No more Malone, bro. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Uh, okay, there we go. All right, the big three. Let's get it. Who won the NBA championship in 1970? Milwaukee the 76ers. Bucks. No and Milwaukee no. Bucks. No and no. Los Angeles Lakers. No. Who won the NBA championship in 1970? Um, oh, uh, Washington the New York Bullets. Knicks. Calvin, let's go, baby. Let's go, baby. Let's go, Cal. Let's go, Cal. Turn me up. He said let's what? Go. The New York Knicks. New York, New York, York Knickenbockers. 1970. I, I knew they had one back then. I thought it was 69, but I guess it was the year 69, 70. So. Uh, all right. Uh, so that's one. Calvin got that one. Um, fun. Yeah. All right. Number two. Where did Allen Iverson go to college? Georgetown. That's me. That's me. That's me, Dre. I, mean, no, I, I think that was guilty. I think that was guilty. Was, no, that's crazy. It was, yeah, it was, no, yeah. that's crazy. It was, I what? literally heard it. Yeah. No it was, way, yeah. bro. It was, yeah. Yeah, y'all. Tommy, how? It was, yeah. No way, bro. I thought, I thought it was Jalen, dog. It was, yeah. we split like this, bro, it's a dub. No way. <laughs> it was, yeah, on that one. It was, yeah. No, bro. Calvin said me. That's even split, bro. I don't want to hear that. All, All right. right, so give us give us so, both one, Dre. Give us both no, one, Dre. Let's split. We out. I'm gonna throw that question out because it, it was it, it was very no, it was very it was very close. That's so it was weak. very okay. close. It was very close. So I'm okay. gonna throw that one. I'm gonna throw that one out. Um, hope okay. Bet we're going to the next one. That's so. All weak. right, so wait. I'm I'm throwing it out. No one gets the point. No one gets the point. All right, so listen to me closely. Listen to me closely. Name a team in the NBA. Northwestern Division. Uh, Timberwolves, uh, Trailblazers, Portland Trailblazers. Gilkey. Good job. I, I wanted to say <laughs> you, Seattle Supersonics. Nah, so you could have, Gilkey, you could have stayed with the Timberwolves too. Either one would have yeah. got you. Uh, all right. So Calvin won, Gilkey won. Who won NBA Defensive Player of the Year in 2013? Tyson No one, no. Oh, Kawhi Dwight Howard. No and no. Marcus All. Yeah. Damn, because that's the that's year cool. LeBron was supposed to get yeah. both of them. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that's that's a good one. Yeah, that's, that's a good, good one. All right. Who is the current coach? The current head coach of the Houston Texans. Lovey Smith. Lovey Smith. Yay. Yeah, it was that 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 was definitively yeah. That was definitively okay, whatever. It was yes, that was yes, yeah. That was yeah. I I get that yeah. <laughs> All right, listen to me closely. Yay's at two, right? Yay's at mm-hmm. two. Yoki at one. Calvin at one. Who is the NBA 
Actually, no, nah, I want to do this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to this next one because this is a hard one. Where did Bill Russell go to college? San Francisco. UMass. Gilkey. Mm. <laughs> Gilkey, okay. Tough. Gilkey Tough. said, I'm looking for revenge. Okay. All right. So we got Ye at two, Gilkey at two. Calvin at one. Calvin, we need we need a comeback. We need a comeback. Right, I know. <laughs> All right. Who is the NBA all-time leader in blocks? No, Bobo, Bobo. No, no, no. <laughs> Akeem? Yeah, he takes it home. Hakeem Olajuwon. Let's no, get it. You said, That's no, you said, you said full names. Hakeem you did Olajuwon. say full names. I- Oh, oh, uh, full day. Hakeem is the only player in NBA history named Yeah, I did. I did say it for the game, though. Yeah, yeah, I did say it for the game. Did I not? You did. I did you say did. for the. I, we needed some wow. we were because <laughs> that was verbatim though. Like, I did say for a game. Well, hold on, I got it. I did. I did, bro. Okay. You did. I will get that to Calvin. You did. Sorry, sorry. I can't I, take I, that, but hey, I can't. Hey, hey, I can't hey Cal, Calvin is snake in the grass for that one. He is snake for that one. You say say full name. <laughs> hey. Okay. All right. We got our first three way time, man. We got our first three-way tie. Okay. Um, give me a second just to bring up this last question since that one had to be thrown out. Um, okay. Ooh, got you. Where? Let me bring it up. I just got to make sure I get the, the, the name right. Um, here we go. Where? I need the whole name. Where did Chauncey Billups go to college? University of Colorado. Yeah. I won. Yeah. That's he it. got it. That's not it. That's not the whole thing. Colorado Boulder, University of Colorado Boulder. Sorry. Okay. There, there it is. Because it's, it's just like UNC. It's multiple Colorados. Uh, Gilkey, back from the dead. You know what I'm saying? The the, the world walking down. Walking <laughs> down. So hey, Gilkey, you're now at what are you now at five? You're at six. You're at six. Okay. I'm. I need to write this shit down. Um, Gilkey, put, put that yeah, shit on. Put that shit on. Okay, Gilkey. Do your dance, JG. Do your dance. <laughs> All right. So we are now back to a game I like to call big deal, little deal, or no hey, deal. Real quick. Yes, sir. How do we think the NFL is gonna feel when the whole league is doing the AB dance? When they score a touchdown, they're gonna be sick. I mean, you know they are. They they already quick to throw a damn flag if a nigga breathe oh, after he scores. So the, the whole try, league's gonna be doing the AB dance. The whole league's gonna be doing his dance. Yeah, because they they've been doing it in preseason already. Um, but yeah, man. Hey, and you know what's funny? I don't feel like AB has any desire to ever play football again because he's having a lot of nah, fun. I think he want to play football, but I think. He just know that's probably not gonna happen again. So yeah, like I think he even realized like that's probably not gonna happen again. So yeah, yeah. Do you if you were an NFL GM, would you pick him up? Like absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> every time, bro. Absolutely, bro. I just, would deal with he would just have to burn my hand. It, it's worth it. It's, it, it's it's worth it at the end of the day, bro. It's worth it. I'll take eight games. Okay, Very okay. So. We mess around, go to the Super Bowl. fair enough fair enough all right well let's play big deal little deal no deal uh first one up let's talk about bill russell again uh the league is not only they're retiring his number uh but not only are they doing that but they're going to honor him by having every player have a commemorative patch emblazoned on the right shoulder of the team's jersey while all courts will display a clover shaped logo with the number six on the sideline near the scorers table big deal little deal no deal i think this is a consensus big deal yeah, 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 I think it'd be disrespectful if you say anything else. And this is, but this I see, I see it in Ye's face. He well, I see it in Ye's face. I see it in his face. I'm just. Oh, and I, I did see in the retiring the number six, of course, is retired league wide. Um, but if you're already wearing six, so a la LeBron James, nah, that, but like the logos and stuff, is that going to be all year or is that? Yes, be? all year. It's all year, and every every player is going to have a patch on their right their yeah their right shoulder. Um. That's going to be, yeah, they're going to have a commemorative patch. So I don't know what the patch is going to say, but it's going to be on their right shoulder. Yay, you had you 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 had some mixed emotions there? 
like I like I'm I'm cool with it. I just don't think it's like a I don't think it's a big deal per se. Um, it would be nice for the NBA to maybe find a way to would you know whatever revenue is generated from this, you know, maybe donate it to one of the causes that he liked or something a little bit more meaningful. Um, and the number retirement, like I think that's like that's a good moment. Um, you know, so I mean it's it's cool. It's not a big deal to me though. Okay. Calvin and Gilkey were consensus big deal. I yeah. mean like I, res- yeah. I I I respect the you know the tribute and whatnot because of what he means to the game. But I think there are more ways that you know they can honor his name and his legacy that kind of supports who he was as a man instead of, you know, putting a sticker down or whatever. But I'm with all of it just because of the history that he has and the history that he's tied to in the game. So, I I mean, they, they have no choice but to do this. So, you know, like, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think it, I think it was a good move because um, didn't they uh, – is it the Eastern Conference Finals MVP or is it a – that's that's called the the Bill Russell. MVP. No, the Eastern Conference is Larry Bird. The is Bill Larry Russell, Bird, the, the final, the final, the finals, finals, finals Yeah. So I mean, like he he's already kind of stamped in the legacy of like you know the Finals MVP being you know the best player in, in that year um, in the in those playoffs. So I mean, I feel like this is a, a good gesture. I do agree with Yato in the sense of like I think they could potentially whatever revenue is built from the jersey sales with it or. What you know, whatever they do to commemorate um his life, I think it definitely should be donated to like a charity. They already make too much damn money, so you might as well. So fair enough. Okay, yeah, I think it's I think it is. It, I'm I'm not gonna call it a little deal. I'll say big deal adjacent, um because I do like Ye's point to hey, let's actually put our like. You know, I think, you know, once we get to the dog days of the season when it's fucking the middle of January or something, you know, will the patch mean as much as it did, you know, figuratively, uh, you know, will people care about the fact that it's there? So yeah, maybe, you know, donate to the causes because I'm sure he was down for a whole bunch of causes. I'm, I'm, I'm quite sure. Uh, so yeah, moving on. Uh, there was some, you know, we're, we're in the slow days of the NBA season. So this is a slow story. Forgive me. Draymond Green and John Morant were on Twitter, uh, over the last, uh, when was that? That was a few days. It was a few days ago when the NBA Christmas day schedule was announced. The Warriors of course are hosting the Memphis Grizzlies, reigniting the feud, if you will, from the second round of the playoffs. Uh, and Ja tweeted Draymond and said, we got what we wanted, Dre. And I'm thinking Dre going to bust back at him. But Dre says, that's the power of your voice, young. Let's go. Also, bring the fans to the crib for dinner after. And then Josh said, you already know us what we are. And then everybody on Twitter, you know, the NBA, NBA Twitter is a, a cesspool. Oh, yeah, you guys are soft. Jordan would never invite Charles Barkley over for dinner. Like, bro, shut up. Is that, how, is that how I sound, Dre? Honestly, bro, no, not you in particular, but like the Jordan, I call it the Jordan sphere, the Jordan sphere online of just Gen Zers who weren't even in diapers when Jordan was on the Wizards seemed to know everything about Michael Jordan and, you know, how, how good he was. And Jordan, you know, in 1988, when I was, you know, my dad was in high school, you know, Jordan would have never invited uh, John Stockton out to golf. Like, shut up. Like, these guys are friends outside of playing you know hooping bro they're friends i thought i just thought it was pretty cool and everybody was like oh draymond's draymond to the memphis grizzlies confirmed so yeah do y'all think this exchange between them is a big deal little deal or no deal the fact that they're this like cordial in public when we expect these guys to want to rip each other's heads off especially the competitors that they are uh me personally no deal um but I understand how it could be taken as a big deal, you know, as seen as that just because of the fans' desire for this, like, unquenchable, like, competitiveness in each athlete, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That makes them, like, you know, uh, if the the world, we ain't doing, you know, I ain't, it's my guys and nobody, da-da-da-da-da, but, I mean, it's Christmas, like, he's going to be away from his family. So, I mean, yeah, could it, could I have gone without having their response in there? Like at the end, you know, that could have been just like a text, but I feel it. Like he just put it out there. Like, it don't really matter what y'all think. So it is what it is. But me personally, I would have, you know, pop my ish on Twitter and then I would have, you know what I'm saying? Hit him with the text. Like, yo, you feel me? Y'all slide through. 
we got the caterer, all that, you know what I'm saying? Also, added piece of context, Draymond Green on his podcast last week did a mailbag episode, and he was asked by a fan, which young player in the NBA reminds you the most of yourself? And he actually said John Morant, but not in the sense of me and him a hoop alike or I'm better or he's better, but in the sense of like the competitive nature and how they yeah. carry themselves on the court. So added piece. Yay, what you got? Um, I think it's a little deal. Um, I think right now the NBA – I mean, I know I am. I'm, I'm, I'm fiending for a rivalry. Um, we haven't had one, and we haven't had one since probably the Heat and Celtics, um, like a rivalry where like the teams actually didn't like each other. Um, and you know, though Ja and, and Dre are cool, don't none of them boys rock with Clay. Um, and I'm sure it's vice Wait, versa. I don't hold know. up! Whoa! 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 Who you don't? don't you don't Clay? remember? You don't remember after after uh, the after they won the championship and Clay he had he had hinted at something that they had tweeted like years like like way earlier. Oh, oh my fault. My fault. But no, no, no. Yeah. Oh, no, I got you. I got you. I don't think you said Dre don't rock with Clay, and I was oh, like, no, oh no, shit. No, no, no. But I uh, go ahead, no. go. My fault. <laughs> um. So I think that's more so of the rivalry, and they'll get into it. You know, Dylan Brooks, and you know they don't like Iggy because of how he had when he got traded there. So there's. There's some other little, you know, small rivalries that could make this into another and could make this the next rivalry. Um, so I like it. I, I think it's good. These guys egging each other on, especially on Twitter, because um, both of them are two of the most recognizable names uh, in the game right now. Calvin. I'm going to say little deal. I mean, obviously, uh, I feel like people want them to want to tear themselves, tear them apart. But as long as they're doing that on the court, I don't really care. And which if you see them play. They play against each other as competitors. I think one thing that the new generation of basketball players have been able to do is separate game and home, home life, right? Now, granted, it doesn't, I like, I think there are moments that I miss the old stuff, right? Like with uh, KG talking about uh, Lala saying her, her pussy smell tastes like Skittles <laughs> with Mellow, like that kind of feud. I think that was good for the league, right? And I think we still will have that with certain players. Like, for instance, I think this, and I know this isn't a big one, but, like, Jose Alvarado got this thing with Chris Paul or something. I don't know. They uh, got some, like, little... I see what you're saying, but the you, fact you that know, we, the fact that we got to dip our hand in the cookie jar so fucking far that we get to Jose Alvarado is that's... Therein lies the issue. Exactly. I know. So, so I feel like, I feel like there, there's probably going to be another, like, like Ye said, some type of robbery between either players or a certain team. I just think Draymond is just... Honestly, I feel like he's that guy. He's like one of those guys who just kind of mesh with everybody. When I saw the um, videos and pictures of him at the, at his wedding, it just seems like Draymond is the type of person that everybody yeah. wants to hang out yeah, with. Yeah, Tatum, Daddy in there. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, I think everybody that, in there. That plays, Calvin, what you're saying, that plays to, like, we, us as fans, probably not us, because we actually have the ability to critically think, um, but like a lot of fans on Twitter and whatnot, they'll say, oh, everybody hates Draymond, whatever. When well, little do you know, Draymond probably has the more respect around the league than your favorite player. Like on a day-to-day -day basis, cats rock with Draymond. Like at the end of the day, like you know what it is, because he ain't gonna, he gonna, he not gonna bullshit you, he not gonna sugarcoat you, he gonna go out there and try to chop your head off, and then as we can see, I, I don't imagine this is the first time that he's invited somebody from that's not a warrior to his house for Christmas dinner or Easter dinner or whatever, you know. Um, yay! Speaking yeah. to what you said about rivalries, this how you know the NBA is feeding for a rivalry. The fact that there was no conversation, like there will be no conversation about a Celtics clover patch being on the Lakers floor yeah. tells you everything we need to know about. And, and of course, I'm not saying don't do it, but like there are no I've seen no Lakers fans, no conversation, no first take segment where should the lake should lebron james stand for a celtics patch should where's kareem and Shaq? why would they say anything no one cares the celtics and lakers have been relevant literally in what 13 years almost damn near 12 years since they played in the finals yeah 
Yeah, and even then, yeah, and was it even like a Celtics Lakers thing? I don't really, you know, what I'm saying at that point, I, I, it kind of was, but it just and and I hate the fans now, like the Lakers or Celtics fans now who try to keep that keep that rivalry alive because there there's just nothing there, bro. Like that you're living off of '80s nostalgia or just stuff that you read in history books. It, it, there, there's nothing there. There's no Lakers. Boston it was, I mean, it was, anymore. it was what it was strong from the fifties through, I'd say right at the nineties, then the Lakers, both teams sucked for like at least a decade, of course. Yeah. Um, moving on big deal, little deal, no deal. I actually like this story. This one's kind of funny. Um, Andre Iguodala, he has a podcast. Y'all know that it's called, mm-hmm. it's called point forward with it's Evan. Probably very like artsy. At, no, it's uh kind of. You're actually that. That's a it's great. Not, it's not. It's not. It's not a typical. Podcast. It's not your tip. It's him and Evan Turner, who I don't oh. typically get up and say, "Hmm, I wonder." What I, I, I hate Evan they're Turner. Really, they're guy. really. They're actually really good friends because he was at the uh, Evan yeah. Turner was at Game Four. But they was at the Maverick together. series. I just hate they hearing. Were. I hate hearing Evan Turner talk because it sounds like his yeah, tongue too big for his yeah. mouth. But um, anyway, they have a podcast called Point Forward, and uh, terrible I, people. Andre Iguodala came out and had some words of encouragement for Kevin Durant. Um, Quote, I think he should stay in Brooklyn. It's such a big market. It's good for the game and just figure out how to make it work like everybody, like everybody grow up and make it work. That's how I feel about the situation. This is a situation where it's either look, man, just come out here and play or don't play. Because you got four years. We got you for a while, so it's not like you're um, – we got you for a while, so it's not like you're on an expiring deal, and you could just take off a year, and we just give up a year. Like, he's getting older, and time is everything. Big deal, little deal, no deal. KD's former teammate uh, sounds off. I think he um, – by his last comment, you know, time is of the essence. I'm paraphrasing. I think that proves the point. Like, that's why he wants out. Um, <laughs> so I do think that it's a – I, I mean, I think it's, you know, with all due respect, I think it's a little deal because who's really checking for Andre Iguodala's opinion? <laughs> like all, all due respect, like we, we we really don't. Your your opinion really is irrelevant. We're not um, we're not we're not checking for you, Iggy. Sorry about we, it. We're, we're we're not. Sorry um, about that. But I think I'd rather hear from him than Bron. I tell you that. You I'd rather what? hear from Bron. I'd rather hear from somebody who actually is going, who can actually relate to what. Now wait, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. If we if we heard a snippet from Steph. On somebody's show saying that, I think I'd be like, oh, yeah, I mean, of, I, that would even kind be of intriguing. Weird, it's, it's like, were you stepping out your lane? Like, and, and your Steph lane. don't ever talk to nobody. Like, Steph don't exactly. never do interviews. <laughs> so, especially not something like that. Um, but I think that, like, that's why he wants out. Like, he doesn't have time to waste. Um, and the whole reason why he came there was because of Kyrie. Not the whole reason, but it's probably eighty percent of the reason. You don't want to extend him. And you're leaving me with Ben Simmons, TJ Warren. Like, come on, dog. Like, that's yeah. not. I think that, that's I, not gonna cut it. I think Iggy's comments. I'll say it's a. I'll say it's a little deal because I did. I was surprised hearing that from Andrea Godala. Um, I think Iggy's com- comments do kind of lack a little nuance of the situation. It sounds kind of bootstrappy. Like, hey, man, hey, put 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 your steel toe boots on, man. Let's, let's well, you go to work. Put, put your bootstraps. Put your bootstraps on, boy. It sounds kind of bootstrappy um, because Iggy, says, let's says, be honest. There's the guy who literally held out in Hell, yeah, yeah, you held out in Memphis. Iggy, you held out in Memphis, my boy. Come on now. You, you done bounced. You got everything you wanted in your career post-2012, my nigga, when it came to going where you want. You held out. At, not only did you hold out in Memphis with your old ass, you held out and somehow – Conned the Miami Heat into paying you $15 million. Then you ended up back in Golden State on a Udonis Haslam contract and you, 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 you tripped and, oh, my leg, your way into a fourth ring. So come on. The only person I want to hear this shit from is niggas that's been, that, that has really been about the steel toe boot lifestyle, like Steph. Because everybody else switched teams like his like his heads that up seven up. That ain't even a steel toe boot. Like <laughs> nah, you bro, gotta talk. You gotta talk. Dre, to Dre pulled himself up by his bootstraps, man. I don't want to hear what y'all talking about. You said who did? Dre pulled himself up by his bootstraps. Fact. Well, Iggy. Hard work. Where was the hard? I mean, I'm not down. I'm gonna say that work. I'm not saying uh, Iggy ain't pulled himself by his bootstraps. I just think his comments kind of lack a little nuance because that situation in Brooklyn is. It was a ticking time bomb. It's already blown up. And yeah, I mean, hey man, we we on the player and we're first team all player empowerment on this side. So if KD want to go somewhere else, 
Fuck it. <laughs> Cal, what you say? So I'm looking at it from a different lens. I'm going to say this is a big deal. Reason being is the first of the media has been talking about Kevin Durant. He's retiring. He's not. He's holding out. He's doing whatever, whatever. Right. He wants people fired. Um, I think it's different when it starts to come from the players as well, though. And so, granted, Iggy may not be the best prototype of the person who should be talking about this in, in regards to like what Kevin Durant is doing. But I think he is highlighting that, Kevin, you need to make a decision, like not necessarily say you have to stay there, but you are really BSing right now. You need to say, yo, I really want to go to this organization. Let's make it happen. I, you know, or say, hey. I'm going to leave this basketball team. I'm going to leave y'all high and dry, which you know KD ain't going to want to do. He's a hooper. He likes to hoop. So he's not going to – I don't think he's going to sit out. I'll say that. And I know he's not going to retire. But I think he's in a spot right now where he needs to make a decision. And I think he, he's been going left to right. Oh, I want to go to the Suns. Oh, I want to go to Phoenix. Or, oh, Mason, possibly Portland. Like, you know what I'm saying? Now he's talking but, about Philly. But, you got to – I think he has to have one team that he specifically wants to go to, and they need to do this three-way trade. And that's but it's it's but it's not his it's not his choice anymore, right? Because Joe's big 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 daddy Joe Sa laid it down last week. Said, "Yo, we not way we not doing that no more, my boy." So, <laughs> KD went so to we'll he went to London and said, "Yo, we hey, what's good, Joe?" You know you know who he was with in London, right? You know you know who he was with. Boy Harden, he was with Harden. Wait, wait boys went to the Travis. They, they, they did, they did, bro. They I saw, I saw them together at that concert, and I didn't put two and two together that they were in London together. Yeah, bro. Man, they tra- were working out first, together. First of all, first of all, James, James Harden, James Harden is such a thought. That nigga's just a thought. <laughs> he is such a whore. Like he's just. Every, why is he everybody's friend? Why? Why is he everybody's friend, bro? He got a stupid bag, bro. He got a stupid bag, bro. Bro, because James Harden. That's how you know that nigga. Put some more friends, James. Hey, bro. Listen, listen, James. If you look for some more friends, uh, call us because we will. We will pack this bitch up and we we will go on the road with you. We we will just doc. This turns to a James Harden podcast. We'll document your <laughs> life. We'll document your life for seven figures a year, my brother, my yeah, bearded yeah. brother. Uh, and but I, yeah, and, I, and, I, and I'll gladly sign an NDA for the strip club nights. So I'll gladly X. sign that because that's how you know James Harden nice as hell. Because that nigga won't no do cell it. Phones. He won't doing a lick of practice in Houston. That nigga, they bro, they say he'll be in the studio with Rick Ross. It's till 4 a.m. the day before the day, the day before a shoot around. He'll be in the studio with little baby until 4 a.m. Like James, what are you doing? Why are you being a thought in the studio, bro? Like Listen, we got yeah. practice. Yeah, you 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 didn't see everything in that studio. That's why. Facts. But Gilkey <laughs> is 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 Iggy. Uh my namesake is Andre. Is he doing too much? Big deal, little deal, no deal. Nah, he's not doing too much. I, I'm with I'm with uh, Calvin on this one. I'm I'm loving everything Iguodala has to say because it's just like he knows from firsthand experience with KD, his personality, how he is. You know what I'm saying? A lot about him because they worked together for a while, right? So he's looking at this as it's time for you to be that guy and make this work. Basically. And so I I think that's a great idea just because not per se for KD, what he needs to do is stay. I'm not saying that, but what I'm I think this is great because someone has to say this publicly to KD to let it be known because he's been doing a lot of flippy floppy wishy washy things. You feel me on the social media, this, that, and the third, and it's like cool, you know, that's a great show and some great tweets, and you got a lot of retweets and whatever, but like it's time to really put that pen to that paper and, you know, figure out what it's going to be. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, KD. You heard it here first. Next up, big deal, little deal, no deal. Um, apparently, the Lakers are now willing to include their 2027 and 2029 picks for Kyrie. Apparently, these were this was something that was a roadblock for the Brooklyn Nets when it came to trading him to the Lakers. 
big deal, little deal, no deal. Will we see Kyrie? The season, the NBA season is so much closer than than we really You said understand. 27 and 29 picks? 20, 20, 20, because at first, the Brooklyn Nets did not want to send Kyrie if the Lakers were not going to include two first-round picks. But now the Lakers are like, okay, wait, wait, wait. JK, we were just kidding. We will now include 27 and 29. See, season starts in yeah. September, right? This, Calvin, what? No. October. October 18th. October. Oh, it's and preseason no, starting September, though. Uh, Maybe. NBA preseason. I don't even know. Right, let me look it up. I'll get back to you. Go ahead, Jay. I want everybody to notice the timeline of that report coming out. That report didn't come out until after Braun had his sit down with Rob Palinka and them. So I think what happened, Braun put that pressure on him and was like, listen, <laughs> Y'all, y'all got to get my mans out here. I'm, I'm not signing, and all y'all gonna get fired. So October nineteenth, uh, my fault. October nineteenth, season starts. Bet. Um, I think it's a big deal just because it just shows that the late the Lakers are ready to strike. Um, and I think this is a good deal for both. He, Kyrie obviously doesn't have a market. Um, and who the fuck knows what the Lakers are gonna look like in five years. Um, so yeah. those two, those two picks could be very valuable down the line um, as trade assets, or you, you know, draft someone. Um, and for the Lakers, you know, you got to make a win now move. The Russell Westbrook thing didn't work out, which is, I think, is probably the only thing that's holding up this deal, is trying to figure out where to put what Russell, Westbrook. Do with Russell Westbrook. Yeah. So yeah. that's going to be that, the thir- tough that part. third team. That third team is crazy. Yeah, they they got to figure that out. Hey, um, I got to I got to figure that out. Then they I got straight. a question for y'all. I got a question for y'all. Um, and I've heard this from multiple like reputable sources, and this wasn't like a report or anything, but like this is something that like just people have kind of talked about. Do y'all think that it's possible that Russell Westbrook gets traded, gets bought out, either gets bought out or plays, you know, the season through since it's an expiring deal, and then is out the league? No, not out the league. No, I've heard people. I've heard people talk. I've heard people actually like. I don't think he gets a super max deal again. Of course, absolutely, absolutely not. Absolutely, just a regular regular. Let me get you. But like the thing about it is, why is it so? I mean, the only reason I ask that is, I think he's the first player in NBA history to sign a super max deal and then play for a different team for four straight years. You know, like I don't know. He'd be he'd be be an idiot to take a buyout. To be honest, I mean, especially after literally watching John Wall collect all these checks like there's no point in you taking a buyout because one the market is slim to none for you and he's just not i don't think at that point in his career you got one more little payday i think he's gonna do all he can unless the buyout because what's his contract 46 million like 46 44 44 I mean, yeah. 46 yeah unless somebody is coming with 40 million which i highly doubt he i don't think he's gonna do the buyout facts facts also point of reference nba season Oof. Preseason starts September 30th and runs through October 14th. Season tips off. Yeah, I thought it was. But Dre, man, I'm going to be honest. The only stipulation mm-hmm. that I was having a problem with with that whole situation is the buyout, him agreeing to that. Because like Jay was saying, I mean, there's not going to be much out there for him. But, yeah, I mean, if he were to take that buyout, I, I could see him out the league for sure. You think so? Because, you know, when you take a buyout, you become captain mid-level exception. You become yeah. captain minimum deal. When you take that buyout, like that is like what typically I, happens. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised, bro. Like if it because, bro, we watched Carmelo Anthony, you know, have to basically grovel for deals, you know, in the last really? few years. We've seen it happen. And Russ, he's this is his fourth team that might be his fifth team in five years. Jamal you know? Crawford, Lou you know? Williams. Whole yeah, we've, guys. We, really we, like- we've seen a lot more likable guys, a lot more palatable guys in terms of fitting into a, a team and a system. You know, have a lot of trouble finding the team, bro. And right now, I think if Russ was more tradable in terms of if people wanted to bring him on, this we we would have the Lakers would have solved their problem a month ago. You know, yeah, I think so, it's just the money, bro. If he wasn't getting paid so much money, I feel like it'd be easier to trade him. I mean, I mean, absolutely, lot. but I don't even know if it would necessarily be. A, I mean, it would be easier, but would it be a lot easier? Do people want Russell Westbrook on their team? Because I think they, I think they would want him. They just don't want him at forty-six million dollars. Like, I enough. think that, like, I think that's the big piece. And you know, when you're trading a piece on it, when you're trading a player on a bad contract, you have to in, you have to incentivize that opposing team to take on that contract by giving them picks. A young player, they don't have none of that. Um, facts, like the facts. best young player they have is THT, and you know he that he was looking he, he was looking boo boo at, at, at the Drew League, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So like you know, he's, what I'm saying? They don't he's have such anything. a disappointment. He's such a fucking disappointment, bro. I I yeah, hate him. Been, 
I hate him. They, walk, they, they, walk, they, when they, they biggest, one of the biggest mistakes of Rob Polinka's tenure has been picking THT over Caruso. Yeah, yeah, because Caruso, Caruso is going to be all defense this, this year. The only reason he wasn't last is because um, Dylan Brooks um, hurt him. Was no, that Dylan? Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, last big deal, little deal, no deal. This is actually a two-parter. So I need two parts of this one. I need you to give me two of them. So Zach Wilson hurt himself like a dummy last week trying to trying to stick and move in a preseason game. Uh, what we thought was an ACL tear um, just turned out to be, I think, a MCL maybe. Oh, he was diagnosed, I'm sorry, a meniscus tear. And a bone bruise after a non-contact injury. Um, he had a successful arthroscopic knee surgery. Um, the New York Jets says that they will not put him back in until he's 100%. Which means on starting Sunday, NFL Week 1, the Baltimore Football Ravens will play the New Patrick York Mike Jets. White, baby. No, Joe Flacco. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Flacco is going to be the starting quarter. They're, they're saying he's trending. Adam Schefter said he's trending towards starting. So I need a big deal, a little deal, no deal for both. For Zach Wilson getting hurt when this was looking like the New York Jets had a really good offseason. Um, him getting hurt and then Joe Flacco starting week one against the Ravens. I'll go first. Uh, Zach, Zach Wilson getting hurt, that's a big deal every time. Um, not only because he's the future at quarterback, uh, they've drafted to build around him but because he also is a cougar slayer so i respect that <laughs> my brother from another <laughs> but yeah it's always a big deal when your, your franchise quarterback gets hurt um now joe flacco coming back to baltimore i think it's it's going to be a big deal amongst the crowd you know he, he's going to be emotional off the top for sure um i wouldn't be surprised if he had a pretty decent game to be honest but I still think we would come out on top of that just because we got better players on our roster. Okay, fair enough. The great, great assessment. We have better players on our roster, so we will win. That is <laughs> great assessment. Win. We will win. Uh, yay, what you got? Um, I got it a little deal for both. Um, mainly just because I don't think Zach Wilson is that good. Um, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't. I, why, so I why, was, to, why was he trying to beat Zach, uh, Zach Jackson? Hey, <laughs> trying to stick hey, move. I try, I try to tell you about that front that front seven. Man. <laughs> we, got, we got some dogs on that line. He, had to, he was running for his life, especially after he threw that pick. But, um, yeah, I mean, I you know, he's – you know, obviously he's better than Joe Flacco, so it is, it is cause for some concern, I guess. But I just don't think he's that good, so I don't think it will impact him that much. And then as far as on the Ravens front, um, I just think that that, you know – Instead of the Ravens winning by, you know, 14, 17, they'll probably win by 20 plus. Um, Cause I think, I think they will blow them out. Um, and I think that they're going to make a point to blitz him and make Joe Flacco uncomfortable everything because, at him. because he's stationary. And I think it's zero blitz. Be, you know how we do. I, I don't think it's going to be Shout like out. how that, uh, RIP how Wink. that I don't think it's going to be like how that Miami game was a couple years ago, but it's going to be similar to that. I think it's going to be a massive mm. blowout. Yeah, and the game is – it's in New York, so I think it would definitely be yeah. worse if he that, was going it, to be. It, it could be on they, Pluto. They, they did that it in Miami, though. They When they had that Miami game, it was in Miami. Yeah. So they so – they, they, they was going to the bank. Wait, can you all hear me? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, facts. Bit, but. Okay, if they was going to the bank, it would be a totally different story, wouldn't it? Because it gets Ooh, loud, It would be, be rough. It gets loud there, bro. It gets so fucking loud. Mm -hmm. uh, but Gilkey, what I you got? It's not guilty, it's me. It's you. Oh, my fault, bro. My fault, bro. <laughs> nah, uh, I think I agree with guilty. I think it's a big deal for Zach Wilson. Not necessarily because I, I don't think he's that elite of a talent, but he is your talent for the future. Like, you literally invested a first-round pick on him, so you have to be – you got to be sick looking at this like, my God, why are you trying to do the most in a preseason game? This ain't – this, you know, this is practice. We talking about practice here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need you going out here tearing, you know, meniscus. We thought it was an ACL. Luckily, it wasn't ACL. He'd be out even more. Um, so I, I just think he's got to be smarter. But I know he's a young dude, too. It's probably because he's been dealing with them Cougars. Now, secondly, Joe Flacco coming back. I'm going to say no deal. I don't really think it, it moves the needle for this team. And I think that 
Joe is also getting older. And you know, Joe's my guy. You know, I think he's a I think he's a great quarterback. I'm glad he got us one. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I don't think this moves the needle for them in the first in the first season game. Like a, I think the Ravens are gonna come out hungry to kind of make a stamp on where they are in the uh, AFC North. And um I, I think it is gonna be a blowout. I, I didn't think it was going to be a blowout with Zach Wilson, but I definitely think it's going to be a blowout with Joe Flacco. I could just imagine Joe Flacco throwing two picks in the first half early. Hey, Marcus Peters back. They 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 going to be they going to be ready. So hey, score what you got? Score for week one. Go Cal. I'm gonna say forty two to fourteen. <laughs> oh shit, Gilkey. I, I think we put up some points. Uh, I'm gonna say thirty five six thirty five fourteen. Yeah, I'm gonna say 37-10. So y'all got the Jets getting ran. Y'all got the boys getting ran. Yeah, I think it's gonna get ugly, bro. (laughs) 37-10. Yeah, I think I think it's gonna get ugly in that one. Well, one score in a in a field goal. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Was that Wilson? Don't pick pick nobody on their fantasy then. We hey, now we know. Uh, well, yay. Uh, well, Zach Wilson, we, we wish you the best. Uh, let's wrap up the show with our AFC West schedules, um, our schedule prediction. We're going to do the NFL 100 when they release the whole list. Uh, we were going to do 51 to 100 today, but that's not fun. Those are the those aren't the great. Those aren't the good guys. I mean, they are good, but I don't want to talk about Kirk Cousins at 99. Oh, that, 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 that pissed me off, man. <laughs> hey, you saw Peanut, who... <laughs> He, yes, like his fan, he put it on his story. He was like, Yeah, he, he, I was, my I boy. wanted my boy. I'm like, Okay, your guy's 99. Okay, I mean, yay, that, uh, that was disrespectful to me, man. I ain't like but, uh, today we are uh gonna do what probably will be far and above the best division in football, um, the AFC West. Let's get it, let's go. Um, let's start with the team that I care about the least in this division, the Raiders, because fuck them. That's why. Uh, let's start with the Raiders. Uh, let's get it. Y'all ready? Yep. Yeah. All right, y'all, remember to play along at home. Uh, week one, they're at the Chargers. Week two, home Cardinals. Week three, road Titans. Week four, home Broncos. Week five, road Chiefs. Week seven, I mean, week six, bye. Week seven, home Texans. Week eight, road Saints. Week nine, road Jaguars. Week 10, home Colts. Week 11, road Broncos. Week 12, road Seahawks. Week 13, home Chargers. Week 14, road Rams. Week 15, home Patriots. Week 16, road Steelers. Week 17, home Niners. Week 18, home Chiefs. Oof. Mm. Might get kind of scary for, <laughs> for them boys. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> Cal said, oh, interesting. <laughs> Three, four. Uh, I got them real backloaded. I ain't gonna lie to you. Facts. Yeah, you got yours? Walter, oh, yeah. All right, go ahead. Yeah, you start us out. Um, I have them at eight and nine. <clears throat> Ooh, talk to me. Uh, I just uh, I think they're going to be kind of middle of the pack, and I just don't think that they're the best team in the division. Um, I, I well, not the best team in the division. I don't think that they're better than any of the teams in their division, um, and I think they're going to sh- they're going to struggle. I don't trust Josh McDaniels at a, as a head. Um, I don't really trust their secondary, um, and I don't trust their offensive line. Uh, and Josh Jacobs gets hurt a lot, and. You know, I just I, I feel like they made a lot of flashy moves, but I don't think it's going to amount to what they think it's going to amount to. They didn't necessarily address their weaknesses. Thanks. Uh, I also had them at eight and nine. Um, I don't think that the Devontae Adams signing is going to like, of course, is Devontae Adams. You think is great on like on paper, which he is, of course, consensus number one receiver in the league. But I don't think him going to Derek Carr necessarily is going to be like the formula that folks are saying it's going to be. And I don't really, I don't necessarily think that they got better overall in the offseason. And like you said, I also don't trust Josh McDaniels as a head coach. I thought that they should have promoted the interim that got him to the playoffs. Versace. Yeah, Versace. Like, I was like, bro, he just carted y'all out of the worst PR head coach scandal in the last, in, in the last 20 years. Like, 
what are we doing? And he got you to the playoffs. So, and though he might not have been great on X's and O's, that's that. that they loved him. They loved him. Leader of men, bro. That's bro, they men. they loved him. I remember him and Zay Jones had like a really dope moment on the sideline. That was like I think Zay Jones is mic'd up, and he just Zay Jones. He said, "Coach, come over. I just want to let you know you're doing a great job, man. I love you, and I appreciate you giving me a chance." Like, bro, that's a coach that guys love and revere and respect. But hey. You're the Raiders, so I expected nothing different. Gilkey, what you got? I got him at 10 and 7, man. Boo. Why? 10 and 7. I got um splitting with the Chargers. I got um splitting with the Broncos. And I got them losing to the Chiefs twice. They also lose to the Titans, the Rams, and the 49ers. I just, I just don't think their teams are better than those teams. Um, I do give Devontae Adams and Derek Carr a little bit more weight. Because they played together guys. in college. Yeah, just yeah. because that's a chemistry thing and a familiarity thing. And, I mean, he's never had a guy in the NFL that could, you know, get open to this level. So, I yeah. mean, it's easy to throw that ball in there when Buddy wide open. Yeah, so, fair enough. Fair enough. We're gonna see talking. I think I definitely I definitely think that the Raiders offense does have an upside. Um, barring their offensive line being good. You know, you have Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro is one of the better slot receivers in the league. You yeah, got I mean, Devontae Adams. Away from the playoffs, so. No, they was in the playoffs. They were a field goal away yeah, from fact, yeah, advancing right, 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 right. in the playoffs. Um, but yeah, Calvin, what you got? Um, I also have them 10 and 7. Uh, I, I don't think they're going to struggle that bad. I just don't think they're going to be that good either in this division. I think um, I agree with uh, Gilkey. I got them split with the Chargers. I think they take the L the first game because they're going to be on the road, but I think they win the home one. Um, I think they could beat the, the Cardinals, Titans, and, and the Broncos that first go round, but I think they go through a little bit of a stretch where it might be a little tough for them. Um, they got the, the Chiefs as well as the Saints in between um like some easier games with the Jaguars and the Texans I think overall though they do I think they go 10 and 7 because they lose those last two games which are the 49ers and the Chiefs um I think they can beat the Steelers and Patriots I think they lose to the Rams so I think it's going to be kind of like a end season like I think it'll be successful on their terms of like okay we got a new offense kind of together new coach like we're trying to get stuff together but I don't think they they make that leap just yet, but I, I think they'd probably be nine and eight, ten and seven. Okay, fair enough. Let's move on to the Broncos. Uh, you got so I'm hearing y'all saying that the Raiders are ten and seven, which means I want to know what the rest of these records about to be for the rest of this division. Um, let's see what y'all got for the Broncos. Broncos, this is interesting. I don't think people talk about this enough. They open their season in Seattle. Russell Wilson immediately gets his return game in Seattle. Um, so week one at the Seahawks, week two, home Houston, week three, home Niners, week four, road Raiders, week five, home Colts, week six, road Chargers, week seven, home Jets, week eight, road Jags, week nine, bye, week 10, road Titans, week 11, home Raiders, week 12, road Panthers, week 13, road Ravens, week 14, home Chiefs, week 15, home Cards, week 16, road Rams, week 17, road Kansas City Chiefs, and week 18, Chargers at home. Mm, 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 mm. Mm. Very intriguing schedule. I feel like there's, I feel like their schedule is a trap. I feel like it's just one big trap. That's what it feels like, right? It seems like it's some sweet wins in there, but yeah. Not quite. Yeah, you good? This division yeah. schedule is the division games are tough, but like yeah. the outside division games aren't really. Yeah, go ahead. Good. Tell us what you got. Um, I have them at 10 and 7. <laughs> God damn. Okay. Well, you had them. Okay. You had the Raiders at 8 and 9. All right. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, I have them at 10 and 7. Uh, I think this is a team who's going to start out hot in classic Russ fashion. Um, and then, you know, once that st- schedule starts to get tough around after that Panthers game. Uh, you know, <clears throat> got to go to Baltimore, <clears throat> got the Chiefs, you know, the Cardinals, you know, they'll probably win that one. Got to go to L.A., got to go to Kansas City. Then you got the Chargers coming in town who will probably have something to play for. Um, you know, I think they'll probably – they might squeeze into that wild card spot. But, yeah, I got them at 10 and 7. I think they're going to struggle late in the season as Russ normally does. Yoki? Yeah, one, two, three. So I got them at 8 and 9. 
Um, Sheesh. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, I just, I'm just not a super believer in rest right now. Um, that, like, like you said, that back half of that schedule gets a little, it's a little ugly. In the last, out of the last one, two, three, nine games, I got them going two and seven. Oof. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Disgusting. You know what I'm saying? So, disgusting. I, I, disgusting. I don't know, bro. Like, <laughs> It's not good, man. It's not looking good. <laughs> Disgusting. Cal, what you got? I got them nine and eight. So one game better. Um, I think they do start off strong. I think they go two and oh, but then they ne- they lose their next two. I think they do like it's crazy that I've got them nine and eight, but I still have them have on a five game winning streak in the middle of the season. So that's so that, gonna be that. So what you're saying is the five game winning streak saves their season, kind of. <laughs> the five game winning streak makes you feel like, oh, this is Russ. He's getting into his rhythm. They about to yeah. get it right. And then immediately they play the Ravens. <laughs> immediately uh, no. The Chiefs, the Cardinals, <laughs> Rams, and then Chiefs again and then the Chargers. So I think they they go through a good little run where they're looking like one of the best teams in the NFL. And that back half of that schedule is just brutal. It's it's just gonna be kind of tough to beat a lot of those teams that are going to be playing for playoff spots or number one seeds, they're not going to go away easy. So I feel like um, they're, they're going to struggle a little bit. I think this could be a good year for Russell, but we also know how Russell does in those moments. So. Hey man, Russ playing for a contract. Got that little known fact, like he, that he's going to want a contract extension uh, coming here soon. Um, but yeah, man, uh, down to the, 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 the two most fascinating teams in the division, in my opinion. Let's start with uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, man. Um, the first year, no Tyreek Hill. We're going to find out uh, what that man Pat Mahomes made of, right, Ye? We're going to find yes, out what he sir. made of. Yeah. Yes, Ye been sir. waiting. Yes. Ye's been salivating. He got, he, got ju- he got juju, bro. Oh, God. All right. Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, week one, road Cardinals. Week two, home Chargers. Week three, road Colts. Week four, road Buccaneers. Week five, home Raiders. Week six, home Bills. Week seven, road Niners. Week eight, bye. Week nine, home Titans. Week 10, home Jags. Week 11, road Chargers. Week 12, home Rams. Week 13, road Bengals. Week 14, road Broncos. Week 15, road Texans. Week 16, home Seahawks. Week 17, home Broncos. And week 18, road Raiders. NFL sprinkled in a couple FU games to the Chiefs. Mm. This is interesting. This is really interesting. Mm. Uh, they mm. they have two games. They they have I think only three games in here where I'm like, you guys are winning this game 100. percent That's the yeah. Texans. They definitely had a tough. That's the Texans, Seahawks, they got the and toughest Jaguars. schedule in the division look like. Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, you good? You know it. All right, go ahead. Um, I have them at 10 and 7 as well. God damn. <laughs> it's just the 10 and 7 division. Corey, Corey yeah. would be pissed with the air. Yeah, for real. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think this is a team who's, who's going to struggle. They ha- not, you know, struggle relatively. Um, they have a lot of adjustments, you know, to, to, uh, to get accustomed to. You know, Tyron Matthew, you know, who I'm high on, I think is, was the heart and soul of that team. No longer being there is going to be a big loss. Um, more than just on the football field, but in the locker room, in the film room, in the weight room, everywhere. Um, you know, you lose your speed demon, Tyree Kill. You know, he's one of those guys where, you know, Kelsey, he makes the game easier for everyone just because of his speed and what he's able to do, you know, without the ball and even with the ball. Um, yeah. So his, you know, his loss is going to be felt big time. You know, I like the young kid Sky Moore that they got in the draft. Um, you know, I like Valdez, Scantling, you know, Juju. You know, Juju's solid. Um, I'm just a bit concerned about their run game um, and their defense. You know, it seems either inexperienced or old. Um, so I think I think they're going to go ten and seven. All right, Gilkey. I got twelve and five. Mm. I got them at twelve and five. Wow. So you have them. Right. Com- you have them compete for the one seed. Sounds like. Yeah, they up there. I mean, well, I had us at thirteen and four. I mean, yeah, you did. So all right. All right, uh, Gilkey, why 12 and 5? I mean, I just believe in the system, right? Andy Reid, I believe in Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, those are the core pieces. Those are the pieces that were 
I mean, really getting it done before Tyreek had that super crazy for that year. But um, I just, I don't know, man. He's so talented as a quarterback. It's it's kind of hard not to say they're going to win 12 games. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I see it. And I feel I, like that's something that everybody can kind of agree with and understand just because, like, I I feel like if I go down, I, I mean, I can see him at 10 and 7, like Ye said, you know, just because of the competitiveness of the schedule and, you know, the division itself. Because, like I said earlier, they got the hardest schedule so far that we've looked yeah. at. So, yeah. All right. Cal? Uh, I have them 11-6. and six. I got them right in the middle. I think they have a decent enough season that they could potentially win the one seed. Um, I actually have the Chargers winning the one seed, but um, I think they have a very tough schedule. But like Gilkey said, Andy Reid has done a lot with the teams that he's had in the previous years, and I think him knowing how to work <laughs> – you know, well with uh, Pat Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, they'll make it work. I mean, I know they lost Tariq Hill, but um, they've got a lot of speedsters still. Like, and, and Tariq Hill don't really run routes, so now you got players who actually can whoa, run. Whoa, 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 yes, whoa, hey, listen, whoa, whoa, listen, whoa, 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 you're, you're I, super Take tripping. that, take that, <laughs> nah, take that, take that lightly. Tripping. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> saying he can't run routes. But to the level That's of kind somebody of what you said, like Devontae Adams, he's not running routes the way. Okay, Devontae they don't have Devontae so. Adams. He runs routes better than Juju Smith-Schuster and Marquez Valdez. <laughs> we know that. That's facts. That. Yes. That's facts. That's, that's facts. That's facts. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, in their offense, you may not necessarily need that when you have Travis Kelsey, who is an elite route runner. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I, I get where you're coming from, but I also think that they always be just fine without Tariq. Um, so I, I got them eleven and six. I think they, I think they have a solid season. They could still probably win the division with that, but I think the Chargers will probably actually um win out this division. I have the Chiefs. I have them. I'm gonna give them eleven and six because I have them at either ten and seven or eleven and six. I think that their season is gonna be made or break. Made wow, made or broken on one how they play in the division, and then of course how. You know, they do have some prime time, you know, hitters on this schedule. They have the Buccaneers, they have the Bills, they have the 49ers, they have the Rams, and they have the Bengals. They have five teams who could all who all were either this close or did compete for at least the conference championship six, seven months ago, you know, on their schedule. So, you know, I think you know, I really need to see how they look without Tyreek Hill in that offense because that is, you know, you still have Travis Kelsey, but I'm not a believer in Marquez Valdez-Scantler or Juju Smith-Schuster. I'm just not. But like I, I think they'll be good. Yeah. I just they they just bring a totally different dynamic than Tyreek Hill, and I just think he was a huge part of what they did, as we saw in in the Bucks regular season game where he went for what like 200 something yards in the it's first crazy. quarter, or whatever. Crazy. Uh, well, I got no. That was two. I think that was maybe two years ago. But um, in the Bills game where he took that, you know that. 15 yard dig route took it for six like his explosiveness bailed them out of a lot of bad situations and great players do that's what they're there for them not having that Travis Kelsey getting just another year older going through another long season I don't know man all right well let's move on let's wrap it up with the Los Angeles football chargers week one home Raiders week two road Chiefs week three home Jags Week four, road Texans. Week five, road Browns. Week six, home Broncos. Week seven, home Seahawks. Week eight, bye. Week nine, road Falcons. Week 10, road Niners. Week 11, home Chiefs. Week 12, road Cards. Week 13, road Raiders. Week 14, home Dolphins. Week 15, home Titans. Week 16, road Colts. Week 17, home Rams. And week 18, road Broncos. Y'all might got the sweetest schedule in the division. No, they do. They do. I, when I looked at it, I'm like, yeah, they, they should so I, win this division. One, two, three, four. Yeah, I got y'all at one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, I got y'all at 11 to six. Because, I mean, y'all threw in these cake games y'all got here. I mean, everybody's got Houston. Everybody's got the Jags, whatever. Cool. But now y'all got the Falcons. Y'all got the Browns. No Deshaun Watson. Like, Marcus <sighs> Mariota. You know what I'm saying? Got, yeah. Honestly, bro, here's what I'm. A, I'll give my piece real quick. I gotta say, uh, I I personally have us at 12 and five. 
Um, or I, said 12 and five too. I guess at 12 and five, so ceiling 13 and four. Reason I say that is, is everything that was wrong with this team eight months it's ago is no longer wrong with this team. Um, we had the 31st, I mean, we had the 32nd ranked run defense in the league. We shored up the interior defensive line. And we brought in Khalil Mack. Um, we had Chris Harris Jr.'s old ass, geriatric ass, trying to fucking play play in the secondary. Um, and now we have uh, Mr. INT, you know what I'm saying? Uh, J.C. Jackson. Um, Asante Samuel Jr. is a year older, a year wiser. We still have Derwin James. And Justin Herbert is still Justin Herbert. Um, you always have a chance to win when you have a generational quarterback in the backfield. Um and we lost seven games last year by one possession or more. I mean, one possession or less, including uh, week 18 against the Raiders, uh, where we Y'all were. Y'all just going to let him say all that unopposed? I'm not wrong, though. I'm not wrong. I'm not, I'm not wrong. I'm none, of, one of, none of what I'm saying is wrong. Uh, yeah, we, we got the deep threat on offense, and we have the, in my opinion, top three uh, high ball catcher, uh, jump ball catcher in the league in Mike Williams. Uh, Keenan Allen is one of the best route runners in the league. Jalen Guyton is one of the best deep threats. Well, one of the most underrated deep threats. I'll say that. And then Josh Palmer is a stud in disguise. Um, yeah, man. And we got one. I think other than like CMC and maybe whoever else you want to say, probably the best ball catcher off the backfield in the league. And Austin Eckler, 20 touchdowns last year. Couldn't even get a fucking Pro Bowl nod, but I'll, I'll digress. But yeah, man. Uh, I don't think Brandon Staley is going to make those same dumbass decisions this year. So, yeah, man, I got us now, at 12 and 4. Hey, now, whoa, whoa, now. Like, we'll see. I think Brandon his Staley. Decision ain't, his, his decision making ain't going to change. Well, no, I, 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 I think Brandon Staley. Well, his decision making was him just being too aggressive. The fourth down things, I think you can change that. And I think he understands that, hey, you're you're coaching for your job. Because I think if we don't make the playoffs this year, if we underachieve again, I think he gets fired. Um, I, I think he gets canned. And I think that. There's we're on the clock, bro. You we there you don't you don't get into this good of a situation with and and still have a quarterback on a rookie deal, bro. Because Justin Justin Herbert along with Joe Burrow are going to be taking blank checks to their front offices next summer. You know what I'm saying? So it, the time is now for us to make a Super Bowl run, bro. And all the pieces are there now. Am I upset that when all the pieces are there, I we just get the- seen Cincinnati do it? Why can't we do it? Yeah, I seen Cincinnati do it with a worse quarterback and a worse offensive line. We got the best center in the league. We drafted a stud um, right tackle, um, and Rashawn Slater is an All Pro on the on the left on the left side of the offensive line, bro. All the pieces are there. They're there. Got a better number one though. You said what? They got a better number one though. Fuck, hey, fuck that nigga. I don't care. We we got a better overall team. And listen, I, listen, Justin Herbert, supremacy over Joe Burrow. Fuck him. Niggas just like him because he wears shades and smokes cigars and any any gritty any gritties. That's that great analysis. We have yeah. better players. We have we have better players. So, so we'll win. But listen, yeah, niggas just like Joe Burrow because he smokes he smokes cigars and he says he listens to Gunner. Shut up. Twelve and five. Who's next? This man really be hating on Joe Burrow, bro. <laughs> Hey, listen, hey, listen, I want y'all to know, I'm going on record here. If y'all see me in the middle of October slash early November pushing the narrative of Justin Herbert over Josh Allen, mind your business. Wow. Because I'm pushing there. I'm pushing narratives this season. I, I said it. I said it in March. I said it in March. I said, y'all, it's a little early. NFL season is a long time away. But I want y'all to know I'm pushing a Justin Herbert over Josh Allen narrative. And the time is now. Indeed it is. Indeed it till, is. Till y'all start the year 0-2. Chill That's out. what I got. Now nah, listen, got listen. It. If they Raiders start the, they they gotta start five and no, bro. They nah, bro, we no, we play, we play we for some reason we play the Chiefs very strong and very well in in Arrowhead. And bro, we're beating the Raiders week one. We have we 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 have to. Uh but then after that, bro, if we don't go damn near five and oh <laughs> between week three and week seven. Y'all got five and zero from this point. Well, no, six and zero because we played the Falcons in Week Nine. Oh yeah, and then it might get yeah. a little ugly when we go to uh, San Fran. But Trey Lance might be booth, so I don't know. But yeah, go ahead. Um, I have him at twelve and five as well. Um, oh my! Supremacy, God. supremacy. Yeah, I because re- I'm big on you know in the off season. Did you fix what? kept you out of the playoffs or did you fix what was wrong um the chargers did just that with you know sebastian Do- joseph day 
um, in the middle at defensive tackle, um, obviously coming over from the Rams where Brandon Staley was at previously. Uh, Khalil Mack, anytime you get a top-tier pass rusher and able to pair him with another top-tier pass rusher and Joey Bosa, that's solid. Um, J.C. Jackson, though I, though I don't think he's going to you know, have his, a year like how he did last year with the Patriots, having a top-tier corner, um, you know, you know, he's probably top seven in the game right now. Uh, is solid. And then Asante Samuel Jr., another guy I was high on coming out of the draft, having him opposite, you know, he, you know, he, he has corner, he has great corner in his blood. Um, so I, I have no issue with, I, I have no reason to believe that he won't take that next step uh, next year. So I think they have a ton of talent. Um, it's on Brandon Staley to kind of make this thing work. Um and I think the schedule plays into you all's favor. I think they're similar to how the Eagles are. Um, I think it's a dark horse Super Bowl matchup because um, of their schedules. Only thing that I'm scared about is our uh, linebackers. Um, but if Kenneth Murray can just take that step, man, if he could just take that step and become elite adjacent, I think we'll be super scary. Bro. Well, I, I'll, I'll say – and we haven't got time to talk about it because it hasn't really been big news. The Chargers need to be on the phone with the Chicago Bears and get Roquan Smith. They need to do I that so. now. Yeah. They need to go send a first-round pick if you have to. Go get Roquan Smith to solidify that defense and go go shoot for a Super Bowl. Damn, man. Yeah, you say open the purse like the Rams did. Because that's, well. <laughs> that's what they they do. We're, we're the same market. They probably make a little more, well. more money than us. But we're the, the same, same market. Building. We're the same building, you know, but – Hey, I'm not I'm not mad at it, man. But yo, the AFC West is gonna be an absolute bloodbath. It's gonna be a dogfight. I think this is when your worst quarterback is Derek Carr, and your third best quarterback is probably who would y'all say? Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. When yeah. your third, when your third, your third best quarterback is Russell Wilson, you got a dogfight and in the division. Um, and and listen, Corey, you're not gonna like this. Don't think Patrick Mahomes is safe at the top of that little quarterback hierarchy in the division. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, don't don't think don't think don't don't get too comfortable. What future say? Fish don't get too comfortable. Hey, speaking of that, don't get too comfortable. Bet not get too. Before we end the show, quick rapid fire. What's future's most underrated project? Go. Uh, fifty six nights. Fifty six nights. Underrated. Pro- most underrated. underrated. Folks don't evil. folks don't talk about it enough. Well, I got I got the most underrated track that he ever got. Bro. Wait, yay! It's evil, my nigga. It's evil. Oh, I thought it was evil. No, nigga, it's the whole point is his love spell backwards is evil. <laughs> <laughs> My fault. I was gonna evil. I was gonna say I was gonna say purple rain. Purple rain was tough though. Yeah, but, I can fail. You talking about that? No, I said pro- project. Period. Just project. Album yeah, mixtape don't matter. Not, their projects not underrated to me because I really rock. You feel me? That's like, why. That's like, why I said fifty six nights because I'm like yeah. fifty six nights too go crazy. Well, I'm saying, what is the project you think folks just don't talk about enough? Like you're like yeah, damn, I, this. I, think, this I, don't know, is, I don't even know if it's projects. I feel like it's songs. I feel yeah, like it's certain saying. songs that people don't don't rock with, but they really fire. What's called it? Like the, for uh, me, sorry on Hendrix. That joint is crazy. That's hey, one bro. of my. I just think I just think folks don't talk about uh, Purple Rain enough, bro. Because I can pay your rent right now. How you love that? How you love that? How you love that? You want to know who? What people don't talk about no more? That I was bumping through high school. That astronaut status. That's the most underrated. That's the most. And that'll take us home, fellas. Uh, yeah, y'all go like, rate, subscribe on all podcast platforms. We will catch y'all next week. On the east side, I was on the south side. I was at the breakfast club. I ain't even get inside. Then I seen that die. That had my eyes wide. Auntie's in the two five with the sweet potato pie light. Tell them niggas I'm gon' live it up I'm from Charlotte, all I know is how to get up Tell them, tell them I'm from Charlotte, all I know is how to get up Riding with the pistol tuck Whip it like a semi, yeah, I whip it like a semi-truck Ooh, yeah, we ride and we rollin' for sure Never 